lost 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Welcome back to the UCCU Center here in Orem, Utah, where BYU is a winner over UVU. 85-58 to is our final score. And uh, you could not have seen two more different games than the one that these, the, these teams played last year in Provo and tonight here in Orem. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't, they kind of equally took me off guard. It was maybe the worst loss ever in the Merritt Center last year, given the, the relative rankings at the time. UVU proved that they were a better team, I think, over the course of the year. But that was such a shocker. And UVU came out with a lot of fire, a lot of guys with a lot to prove, were hitting their threes, seemed to have uh, a good game plan against BYU. Coach Pope, just the year before, had coached at BYU. He's kind of, or two years, he knew what BYU was going to do, I think. BYU is a different team. They run a different offense. They play better defense, a different defense. And so I don't think they have, UVU have that advantage in BYU. Conversely, I, I'm pleased to see that I think that game really bothered them and stuck in their crawl a little bit and came out with a lot of fire right from the beginning and said, no, not that it's not going to happen tonight. And uh, so in a game where you'd expect it to be close, BYU runs away with it. And in a game where you expected BYU to run away with it, they got drilled last year. But I think I like tonight a little bit better. Some of that fire you talked about was cannon fire. <laughs> well, man, run for cover, man. He's something. That was fun. And, you know, he doesn't – it wasn't overwhelming numbers. The time he did was, was great. And, and just the fact that you have another option, they're going to have to respect his three-point shot. He's quick off the dribble. Good passer, knows where everyone's on the floor, good floor general. Six it's, assists, one yeah. turnover tonight. And so if you if Jashir does get in foul trouble like he does tonight, you got you've got two great options at the point guard, similar type of players. That's enormous for BYU, who all of a sudden found themselves with a depth problem. And, and now you've got uh, him playing well, and for the big men, both Luke and Peyton are playing better, and so your depth problem is now not so deep. So your your deep depth problem is less deep. So you've got better depth. Depth, yeah, it all makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> they were in the depths of, of, of some personnel despair a few weeks ago, and now they feel uh, better about their personnel situation. And uh, it was literally 3.20 this afternoon when McKay Cannon found out he would play in this game tonight. Now, players have their pregame routines. Probably one of them is not finding out at 3.20 that you're going to play in a rivalry game that night yeah. and then play as well as you do. I'll, I'll always remember, as long as McKay lives, <laughs> that first shot. Because that was a tough shot late in the clock, off the dribble, kind of a fadeaway deep, and he just drilled it. And that was a big shot at the time, and that's a fun way to start your career. All right, we're missing four points off the BYU tally, so this, these numbers won't be quite official, but we'll give you what we've got. But we think they're off by four points. Uh, Childs, 24. Hardnet, 8. Bryant, 8. Haas with 11. Celius with 8. And it could be that Eli's got more than they've shown him. Luke with 5. Four Luke for, with seven. Okay, so, there's so, two. so there's two missing there. The Delta Nixon four. Dalton with six. So there's the other two. There you go. Uh, Dastrup a couple gets you to 81 when you add it all up. Utah Valley gets 16 Randolph, 14 Jake Toulson, 11 Nicole Demanyang, nine Kenneth Ogby, two for Connor Toulson on a one of six night, two for Nakwasa, two for Nelson, two for Nielsen. So Isaac Nielsen, who ran rough shot over BYU last year at the Marriott Center, 26 points without a field goal tonight and only two points in 15 minutes. Reversal of fortune from one year to the next 
53% shooting for BYU, 46 from the arc, 81 from the free throw line. Those are all winning numbers. UVU shoots 44, 13, and 63. Again, Utah Valley made 18 of 37 threes last year. Dave Rose said, not just in this game, but in all games, we want to take away the three. Well, they go from 18 for 37 to one for eight with a lot of the same guys back and shooting them for Utah Valley. The Cougar defense was excellent tonight. They weren't perfect. The Cougar team wasn't perfect tonight, but the defense kept BYU in and helped BYU get a lead in this game, especially in the first half, and they end up taking it going away. BYU and UVU were even in the paint. BYU plus 10 off of turnovers, plus 5 second chance, minus 2 fast break, plus nine, uh, plus 21 off the bench. And the bench tally from BYU tonight is a bunch of guys come in and play well, including McKay Cannon, who will be our post-game guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Time now for our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what do you discover in tonight's box score beyond the things we've talked about, maybe? Well, I was surely impressed by how they shared the basketball. You talked about McKay's assists, but 25 assists in this game. On 28 makes. Childs, Hawes, uh, Bryant, all with four assists, So, and, and Cannon with six. So that, that's, that's a great job sharing the basketball, very unselfish. And what that does, Greg, when you're struggling shooting the three, it gives you great looks from the three, and BYU uh, shoots, what, 46%. Because they moved the ball, got the right shot, and when you get the right shot, you're going to make more of them, obviously. And uh, so the assists and the three-point percentage numbers uh, are what really stood out to me and pleased me greatly. And I'm going to pick one more thing. Six players with multiple threes in this game, if I'm not mistaken. Hardnet with two. Bryant with two. Childs with two. Haas with two. Celius with two. Cannon with two. Six guys making threes. You have six guys who can hit that shot and make multiple of them. It'll be hard to guard. And Yo can do it inside and out. So hard to guard. If he can hit it, and that helped when he hit those two early because uh, they, they were hanging back in the paint, daring him to shoot it. Then he made a couple. So that brings the big fella out. You have to guard him at the, at the three point. All of a sudden, they started to put Jake Toulson on him to guard him, to be able to guard him on the three point. And then he goes inside. He's got an advantage there. So. Really tough mismatch for any team because Yoli can do so many different things. All right, final score, BYU 85 and Utah Valley 58. UVU's four-game win streak is snapped. BYU goes to 5-2 and two on the year. They win a true away game for the second time in the early season. And this was a tough environment in, in, into which they came. Sold out for the first time ever. This place got loud, and BYU got after it and wins it by 27. Much more to come from Orem coming up next. Back in Provo, across the valley, it's Jason Shepard with Cougar Postgame Live. Stay tuned for that here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Celius another three. Got it again! Zach Celius! Time now for Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive postgame coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your hosts, Jason Shepard. Wow, what an impressive victory 
for the BYU Cougars. 85-58, defeating Utah Valley on their home floor in Orem. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. Yoli Childs leading the way tonight. 24 points, 11 rebounds, 11 points for TJ Haas. And what a debut for McKay Cannon. Eight points to go along with six assists and two rebounds. A fantastic debut for the new BYU Cougar. BYU's not done with the local teams. Coming up Saturday night, they will travel to Logan to take on Utah State. That is a game you will hear right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 7 Mountain Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time is the tip-off from Cache Valley. We will obviously be on the air an hour before with Cougar pregame live. All right, let's update you on games going on in top 25 college basketball. Nearing the end of this one, number 10 Miami leading at number 12 Minnesota with 34 seconds to go. Hurricanes with an 82 to 75 lead over the Golden Gophers. Also right now, really good game between number 1 Duke and Indiana, the Hoosiers with the slimmest of leads at 65-64. Still plenty of time, though. There's ten and a half minutes to go in that one. But Duke, number one team in the country, trailing by a point on the road at Indiana. Everything else in the top 25 has been completed. Number 15, Gonzaga, winning at home in Spokane over Incarnate Word, 103-68. to Number 23, TCU defeats Belmont, 87-76. to Villanova defeats Penn, 90-62. to It was number 13, North Carolina, on top of Michigan, 86-71. to And number 24, Alabama, rallies at home. They beat Louisiana Tech by three. The final for the Crimson Tide, 77-74. to One other game of note in terms of a local team taking on a team from the West Coast Conference. Southern Utah on the road in Malibu taking on Pepperdine. 16-51 to go in the second half. And the T-Birds right now leading Pepperdine by a score of 46-39. to The former Cougar Jamal Eights right now with 12 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists for Southern Utah. Your final score, 85-58. When we come back, update you on the night in the NBA. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU improves to 5-2 on the season with tonight's 85-58 victory over UVU. Welcome back in to Cougar Post Game Live. My name is Jason Shepard. We'll get you back to the UCCU Center coming up in just a few minutes with Greg Rubel and Mark Durant. In the meantime, let's update you on NBA scores. Only one game going on. Everything else is a final. Right now at Staples Center in Los Angeles, 7.38 to go in the second quarter. Golden State Warriors with a 7-point lead over the LA Lakers, 30 25-28 in favor of the Warriors. As I mentioned, everything else is a final. The Detroit Pistons improved to 14-6, 8-2 at home with a 131-107 victory over the Phoenix Suns. The Oklahoma City Thunder continue to struggle. They lose on the road at Orlando. The Magic get the victory 121-108. Philadelphia 76ers win at home over the Washington Wizards 118-113. Ben Simmons, 31 points, 8 
19 rebounds and four assists. This guy is absolutely unbelievable. At Madison Square Garden, the New York Knicks get the win at home over the Miami Heat, 115-86. to Hornets lose in Toronto to the Raptors, 126-113 to in favor of Toronto. Rockets win at home over Indiana, 118-97. to Timberwolves get the road win in New Orleans over the Pelicans, 120-102. to Nets win in Big D, 109-104 over the Mavericks. And the Spurs win at home, hosting the Memphis Grizzlies, 104-95. to Again, BYU back in action Saturday night. Another in-state team. Cougars will travel to Logan to take on Utah State. That's a game you will hear right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. We will have pregame coverage beginning at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain, Cougar pregame live, and then tip between the Cougars and the Aggies at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. That's a wrap for Cougar postgame live after the break. We'll get you back to the UCCU Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Orem, 85-58, BYU defeats the Wolverines of Utah Valley, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! TJ does it again! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back here at a sold-out UCCU Center. First time ever a basketball sellout for the Wolverines. BYU in town, and BYU is a winner by a score of 85-58. to 58. Our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show is a player who this morning was running scout team at shoot-around. He's McKay Cannon. McKay, good to have you on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That is a true story, right? It is very true. Yep. We were shooting out the shoot-around this morning, and you were you were somebody on the UVU team. Who I were was, you this morning? I was uh, Randolph, so ended up guarding him in the end. So <laughs> ended up guarding I, knew, the guy. I knew what he wanted to do. That's <laughs> awesome. He knew the Brandon Randolph scout because he was him today, <laughs> and today he gets to guard him, and McKay ends up scoring eight points, six assists, team-high six assists in 20 minutes, helping BYU to this win. Those two threes he hit, we called them a couple of cannon blasts, and they were big shots. McKay, let's kind of backtrack this day. You were on the floor at practice shooting around as a UVU player, and then a few hours later, you find out the news you've been maybe expecting to hear, not expecting to hear. How did it go for you? I mean, today was the day the NCAA was supposed to get back to me as far as the waiver goes, and they were supposed to meet at 12 o'clock Eastern time, and I didn't find out until 3.20, so I mean, I was I was nervous for those three, four hours because it went longer than I expected, but got a call from our compliance guy around he called me at i think 320 and i was in the hotel just just chilling and he told me that um i've been cleared so i was stoked i mean i was so antsy just the opportunity to compete and play with the, my teammates mckay played for two years at weber state started 40 games over his two years there uh, petitioned the ncaa on a waiver and i guess you told me a second that you you heard today would be the judgment day so you didn't know something would happen today then exactly yeah i mean it's been about two to three weeks, and they've come back with responses and um, more questions, basically. And today was um, the third time that we submitted something, and it came back positive. So, so you're gonna you get to play the rest of the year as a junior, then, right? Correct. Yep. Great news. Well, it's sure fun to watch you, McKay. That was a great performance tonight from you and the guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you have an important win for you now. You weren't a part of the loss last year at the Marriott Center, so I can only attribute your presence to the turnaround for tonight, McKay, <laughs> like a 40-point swing. Yeah. But uh, 
how did that play into it? What was the scout like? What was the attitude like coming into this game on this floor against a team that handled BYU quite easily last year? I mean, any in-state game, in-state game is very important, but obviously last year um, they came to our place and beat us, and like you said, I wasn't there, but you could tell um, just our demeanor this week. Um, we were very focused, and the coaches gave us a great game plan. We just followed it and trusted it, and, man, it worked out. When you were at Weber, how big were the BYU games for you guys? Uh, just as big as any other game. Um, I mean, obviously, whenever you're going to come, I mean, it's, it's weird to talk about competing against BYU because I'm at BYU, so it's just a twisted thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, yes, we wanted to beat BYU, but now we want to win. Right? There you go. Uh, when you decided to leave Weber, um, was BYU the place you knew you wanted to at least put out feelers, see if it could work out? Was this kind of choice number one for you? Most definitely. I mean, once um, uh, I decided to transfer and I got cleared, I, uh, BYU reached out to me, and I had no idea. I mean, I was just open to whatever, and I just wanted to compete again and and find the love for the game again. What about before Weber State? You're in Idaho, and as, as far as I understand it, tell us about your high school career and and getting to Weber in the first place. So I played at Shelley High School uh, four years there. and um, He was Shelley's all-time leading scorer, by the way. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I got recruited. Um, I committed to Weber State um, going into my senior year of high school and went on a mission, came back and played two years at Weber and um, obviously transferred here. Where did you serve your mission? Uh, Santiago, Chile. Okay. Uh, Luke Worthington's a Chile guy. That's right. Same mission or different mission? Different missions. Yeah. Okay. Right on. And uh, so... Shelly, Idaho puts you near what bigger city there in Idaho? Idaho Falls. Yep, it's about 5-10 minutes outskirts of IF, Idaho Falls. <laughs> okay. So part of the uh, Idaho Falls, Pocatello, Shelly, Arco, Metroplex, Blackfoot, all part of that. Same. Okay, we're gonna... <laughs> it's all the same thing. Yeah, all right. Uh, we'll take a break. More with McKay Cannon coming up. McKay, 8.6 assists. BYU winner over UVU, 85-58. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back at the UCCU Center in Orem, we'll call it the Cannon Center for tonight. Uh, McKay Cannon with us, our postgame guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. McKay, uh, we were talking off uh, during the break. Because you were ineligible until today, you weren't part of the travel party, so you weren't at Princeton with us. You weren't in Brooklyn with Mark last weekend. And so much so that when the team came on the bus to shoot around today, you weren't on the bus. Nope. <laughs> you were in your own car. Exactly. That's that's the way it goes, right? Those are the rules. <laughs> Those are the rules, yep. So he drove himself to shoot around <laughs> where he scouted as one of the UVU players, and he plays against UVU tonight and win, helps BYU win it by a score of 85 to 58. You're going to go back on the bus, though, tonight, aren't you? Yes, yep. I'm cleared. What a great feeling. Good. I can beyond, get on the bus. Beyond the bus. <laughs> so beyond all the great stuff that happened tonight uh, with you individually and the, and the great story it is, there was a defensive game plan to execute tonight. And uh, maybe you could take us into the inside of what, what the coaches wanted to see you guys get done as a group and what got done defensively this evening. Um, I think, first off, they wanted us just to compete at a high level. Um, a lot of times when, uh, I mean, they have a very good offense. A lot of times people try to be too cute and kind of do trickery, but we were just we were uh, shooting gaps and we were just playing tough. You can't. I'm getting old. I forget things. But I tell I will never forget that three that you hit, your first three. That was a tough, tough shot and a big shot at the time. Maybe... Uh, Walk us through that first basket for you as a BYU Cougar. Well, someone had it on the opposite side and threw it to me, and I looked up the shot clock. It was about five seconds, so I thought, hey, why not? And it's, it's cool. <laughs> that double crossover and I hit a three. So 
It was good. feel good. <laughs> Had you played in this building before? I have, yep. Uh, uh, once, my freshman year. Okay. And what was the outcome that time? you remember? Uh, we lost in double overtime. Okay. Uh, the environment tonight, probably a little different than it was then because it was a sellout for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. This place was uh, was live tonight, wasn't it? It was. It really was. It was a great atmosphere, especially early. What do you think this does uh, for the team uh, into going into Logan now, another tough in-state game coming up on weekend? What kind of confidence or um, uh, maybe boost does it give you guys into another tough outing here on the weekend? I mean, obviously, whenever you get a big in-state win, it carries over and you want to um, stay confident and kind of keep that swagger going so i mean it's a day-by-day process so we can't just look at this but we got to look for the future as well and um, keep working and getting better you always ground out some tough wins at at at, at the pit even in the preseason at princeton uh, getting a win versus umass was was important and following it up here with uh, with a win against ubu it seems like uh, you know win by win accomplishment by accomplishment you can prove to yourself different things and we're only seven games in but do you feel like the team is kind of galvanized into something that's really already come together pretty solidly I really do. Um, obviously, I wasn't there for those first, whatever, six games. but You couldn't you, play them. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, uh, practicing against them, you can definitely tell the progress that they were having as a unit. And uh, we're a real tight group. And, I mean, the open guy is the go-to guy uh, on offense, and that's what's got us this far. McKay, I see a cute girl with your name on the back. Is that your wife? Are you a married man? It is my wife, yep. What's her name? Her name's Maddie. How long have you been married? A uh, year and almost two months now. Nice. Yep. All right, so life as a BYU Cougar, how are you liking it? I'm loving it, um, especially the guys are great. I just love coming to practice every day, um, getting better, and the guys have treated me um, amazingly. I mean, they had, they, they didn't have to treat me this well um, coming in, transferring, and but, I mean, since June, um, they've been great to me, and I'm very grateful for that. Okay, honestly, were, were you more thinking that this is going to be a redshirt year and not play, or were you holding out hope, yeah, I got a shot, I can play right away? Honestly, I kept my expectations low, but I worked as if there was an opportunity. I mean, no matter what, um, I was going to be able to play the following year, so I need to get better in a lot of aspects of my game, and that's what kept me in shape. That's what kept me going, and, and there's always in the back of mind, in my mind that, hey, who knows? Um, and, I mean, it worked out, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Well, enjoy these bus rides you've got coming up. <laughs> now that you get to we'll get do. on the bus. All right, thanks, McKay. Thank you. That's McKay Cannon. We'll come back with Coach Dave Rose here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, this Utah Valley team came into tonight. It's a very confident club, a 4-2 and two on the year. Four consecutive wins after uh, tough back-to-back games to open the season at uh, Kentucky and Duke, but games in which UVU played well and showed themselves to be uh, a tight, cohesive, and competitive group. Then they show by going on the road two more times, winning those games, winning two more here at home. They came in here at 4-2, at and two, as was BYU, and the Cougars leave at 5-2 and two after an 85-58 to 58 decision. BYU over Utah Valley. Again, our official point totals aren't quite that. I think maybe we can go to something more official here 
on the stat monitor. Uh, Yoli Childs, 24, and TJ Haas, 11. Uh, Hardnet, 8. Bryant, 8. Worthington, 7. Gives Selyus, 8. 3 for Brown, 2 for Dastrup, 8 for Cannon, 6 for Nixon. That will get you to 85. BYU shoots officially on the night. 54% from the field, 46% from three, 81% from the free throw line. And those 12 threes, Mark, tie the uh, number BYU had in the season opener against MBSU. Yeah, just a terrific shooting night for BYU and coming off some struggles on the road in Brooklyn. But i tell you, when you combine good three-point shooting with the way BYU is playing defense and rebounding, and uh, that's, a, that's a deadly combination in, in UVU. Got killed by it. They, they got swamped by BYU tonight. It's hard enough to play a team that plays defense like BYU when, they, when they're when they hitting their shots. It's almost impossible. BYU's head coach Dave Rose now joining us here courtside. BYU under Coach Rose is now 83-0 and when they hold the team under 60 points. And UVU didn't get there tonight. They scored 58. BYU wins at 85-58. Coach Rose is with us. Coach, congratulations, and maybe you agree, uh, most complete game you guys played this year? Well, it, it was a great defensive game. I know that. We had a great, great game plan, and our guys were really dialed in. I could tell yesterday, Monday's practice, you know, was a little bit different, trying to recover from uh, the weekend and the trip and everything. But yesterday, the guys were really dialed in and, and had a great walkthrough today, and, and coaches had a great defensive game plan. And, and uh, you know, our guys just got more confident as the game went on in our ability to guard them. I mean, one of the keys was to limit their three-point shots. And this isn't quite as good a three-point shooting team as maybe the team last year, but uh, they shot 37 threes against this last year. And, and you know, we, we our goal was to cut that in half, and actually we cut it in half again from that. So uh, that was a really good, you know, uh, step for us moving forward. But the balance from our guys, best that we, you know, ran our offense and actually made open shots, you know, we got them. A lot of those shots are the same shots we've been getting all year, you know, and, and we, we've just had maybe one guy who's been making them or two guys. Tonight we had three or four guys. McKay came in and gave us a, a huge lift, and Shear made a couple. So, you know, th- this is uh, this is how we envision our team, and, and we're, you know, it's, it's a group that's learning together and learning how to compete together. Yesterday, we, you know, last night we talked about on our, our coaches' show that that, you know, Luke was talking about, what it's like to, to get in there and feel the competition with a new group of guys. And I think this is another step forward that uh, they, they got more confident as the game went on. And they would make a couple runs, and uh, but our guys were were pretty, you know, uh, poised. And, and it was a great gym. Mark Dunn's done a heck of a job with, you know, the program and getting this thing to where we, we had, uh, you know, an unbelievable feel in here, and it was packed. And so... Uh, you know, hats off to our guys. Our guys, our guys were just, you know, really good. You talk about cutting things in half. UVU scored 114 last year. They scored one point more than half of that tonight. 58. They had 60 at the break last year, yeah. and they scored 58 for the game tonight. Yeah, our, our, our mindset going into that game last year, you know, was uh, was was probably a little bit distracted, and I thought they were really focused tonight. I mean, I I like I just I really like what. Uh, you know what Luke and um, you know, Eli are doing with this team as far as leading it. I think it's it's a it's, it's a team that's going to be accountable to each other, and I, I, ho- I hope we can continue this with going up uh, to Utah State on Saturday. We we got a we got a heck of a run here. I mean, it's, it's not like you know we get to wait till then this week or that week and then we can breathe a little bit. I mean, we got some games, and uh, you know, hopefully our guys are ready for them. 
You mentioned um, McKay, and maybe you could tell us your experience today. Did you think he would get approved, and did you imagine he would play as much as he did tonight and be as effective as he was? We, we, we were involved, we've been involved with this for a couple months, maybe two and a half months, but just barely the last three weeks or so, it got to where it was pretty serious, where they were responding to McKay, and McKay was, they needed more information, and then we got people involved, and, 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 uh, Yesterday, we heard that the decision would be made today, okay? And you don't, you don't really know how they're going to go either way. And I, I thought he had a great case, and, you know, he, we kind of supported him all the way through this. And, you know, especially when we lost uh, you know, we lost Nick, we, it would be great to have a guy who's just really, really ready to go. I mean, he's played in two years in Division One. He played, I think, started 40-some-odd games yep. up there at Weaver. And, and uh Yesterday we played just a few minutes with him uh, on the second team, so we would have the scouting report down. He, he's the, usually he's always the lead guy on the other team, you know, and we'll miss that now. We'll have to find somebody else that's going to do that. For oh him. well. And he and he he's been Colin Sexton, and he's been I mean he's been these guys. For, Today was Randolph. Yeah, and yeah. and, and uh, to you know the the, the, the game against UT Arlington, he was keen or whatever. I mean he's been Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Neil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's been all these guys and. So uh, now he gets a chance. I'm really, really happy for him because uh, it's, uh, you know, sitting out of years, it's, it's not fun for anybody. I did it when I was a player and because of a knee injury, and it's really hard. It's not, it's not the most enjoyable thing ever. And, and our guys are excited. We, we found out about 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock today that he was cleared. Uh, told the guys on the bus on the way over, but I think most of them already knew. Uh, coaches talked about it this morning in staff meeting and yesterday. That if he got cleared and we got in foul trouble in the first half, that for sure we'd get him in. But when I, you know, when I congratulated him, sent him a text, I said, "Just be ready. You don't know what's going to happen, but uh, could be a big night. Let's just wait and see. See what happens." He had to drive his own car to shoot around. Today. Yeah, he did because that's the rules for uh, the guy's not allowed to travel with the team. And and you know how big that's going to be. That is going to be so. I mean, just so good for our team to get another guy that can go and travel with us and practice with us and. Uh, you know, it'll 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 help the, the the group of guys prepare for games all year long, and and we get him in. And he plays like this. He's he's probably going to play a lot because he was a he was a factor in this game. He didn't just get in. He goes 20 minutes, scores eight, makes multiple threes, team high six assists, with only one turnover, a block shot, yes, and a steal. Yeah, and it, it was uh, when you look at our our point guard spot and. And that's you know that's a, a facilitating type of spot, but you know TJ you know he he, he hits two threes, and uh, and McKay hit two threes, and Jashir I think hit two threes. I mean we we had you had six guys at two threes. We had the guys you know <laughs> doing it tonight. Even Yo 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 yeah. got out there, which which will be you know you take the last two games he's hit three of them, one from the corner, two from the top. You get that on film. And he gets that big guy out away from the basket where he's got to come out there and guard him, and then and that can really, really help open other things up for us. And the way we shared the ball tonight, and the way we played with just you know uh, just one, you know, it was an, it was agendaless basketball. The guys were just let's find the best shot we can get, and whatever they're doing defensively, let's re- react and respond to it, and and then deliver that shot when it counts. And we did it tonight. Second half, when BYU had to keep maintain that lead, they shot 54% field, 54% arc, 77% 
from the free throw line and winning it 85-58. More with Dave Rose next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU wins its second true away game of the year and third game away from home this year. And going to 5-2, and two, defeating Utah Valley by a score of 85-58. to 58. Coach Dave Rose with his courtside here at the UCCU Center. Sold out building, great vibe here tonight. I'm fairly certain I haven't talked enough about Yoli Childs. We talked about his threes before the break, Dave, but 24 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 blocks, a steal, team-high 37 minutes. Only two fouls. He's finding a way to play without fouling and staying on the floor for long stretches. He's been so good for you. And I, I hate to overlook just a 9-for-13 shooting night uh, and act like it's no big deal. It was a big deal. It was. And uh, the offensive rebounds, 6-in-1 game against probably as good a rebounding team as we played yet. I mean, these are big guys. One's really long and active with a lot of kind of girth to him. The other guy is uh, really quick off the floor and but he was uh, he was tremendous. This all started early in the game when you know you could the, the big fellow went up, AK went up to try to dunk it, and he was right on top of him with two hands and kind of took that thing away for a jump ball. And uh, he was established himself, you know, early. I I think that, that the last four games that that Yoli has really kind of found a comfortable place on this team, and I, our guys have found him where you know he he can play. You know, a, a lot of that four spot, and he can play a lot of that perimeter stuff, but he's really been down in in the post and, and scored well there and rebounded well there. So hopefully, you know, he continues to grow his game, but uh, right now he's on a, a real roll. And, you know, before we go to the next subject, let's talk about the win in New York, okay? Because I've, I've, I've been back to New York with our group quite a few times. Been to Madison Square Garden a couple times in the NIT, you know, uh, semifinals and we we got beat at Barclays a couple years ago twice I mean that that win on the east coast I don't know if people really appreciate it we've been to Spectrum in the tournament in Philly it is really hard to do that it, it is hard to go back there and win and I think I told Shep uh, on the radio you you guys uh, that how impressed I was with our guys ability second night new gym all the things that went on to grind out that win. And I think you can tell in how these guys played here tonight that it, it, it put them to, to a real confident spot in their ability. It's hard to do. It's hard to go back there and, and win games. And, 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 you know, well, it's hard for the other teams too. Well, UMass had a bus ride down, you know, to, to Brooklyn. And so uh, I think I think that will be a, a tremendous win for us to, to, to build. But this one here will, will be really – Kind of a heart-warming win for our guys after, you know, how poorly we played uh, a year ago. Yeah, Coach, I remember watching that UMass game. You, they hit the three, I think, with about four and a half minutes. I thought, yeah. that's the dagger. That's the one. And to come back and win that and then come in in a hostile environment here, do what you did tonight, that's got to be a huge confidence yep. booster, and you're going to need it going forward to the spectrum. Yep, that's the truth. It doesn't stop. We've got another tough one this week but you know over the course of my career i started coaching 35 years ago and and this reminded me a lot of our game 20 some odd years ago in here i mean it was great with rocking dixie. out with dixie yeah and uh we shot the ball really well that night i had a kid from idaho tennis and triple hit six threes in the second half and we won that game but uh it 
all these numbers have come up. Everybody's got a number, and you can get on Facebook and find out or on your social, your, your phone, and you got a 69% chance of losing the game, or you got 5%. The one thing that I'll always remember is we're going in the Gonzaga game last year at Gonzaga. We had a 2% chance to win the game. We won it. The other night, when the dude hit the three with 444 left, uh, somebody sent me a, a text that I the saw graph later. Or the graph, right? We had a yeah. 94% chance to lose the game at that point. You guys just keep doing your numbers thing, and it's really good for the midweek. has nothing to do with the game itself. But all the numbers you talk about, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you do that, but I love the game. I really love to play the game and to watch your guys compete, and hopefully people keep coming to these things because you can't tell by numbers who's going to win. That's, that's my little speech for today. No, it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's always about the game. Amen. You know they'll 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 run the projections and they'll give you a percentage, mm-hmm. and then you'll go out and you'll either uh, you'll either say that has nothing to do with it, <laughs> or or it'll go another way. And uh, today it went your way. And uh, I, I I think the 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 neatest thing about what's happened so far in this season is you've won four games out of your gym already. Now the pit doesn't count per se, but I right. think it counts. Right. It counts for the group. For confidence for your guys. Your guys will remember, you know, and, and that's a, no matter who the team is, what time you play it, that's a hard place to win. And this actually is a pretty hard place. I've read in the notes today that since they've been in Division One, they, they've won like 77% yeah, of their home games Mid-70s here. on it. And they have a hard time getting people to come here. See, they have, they have a mid-70% chance of winning their home games. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. A, and, and, you know, we, we probably should talk about Mark for a minute. I mean, he, he is, uh, you know, he was so good for us when he, when he worked at BYU, and he's a close friend. And this is a, this is a hard thing to do, to bring, bring your team over here in a situation where everybody thinks it's really imbalanced when, you know, they, had the, they have six seniors on their team, and we have no seniors. And they've got, you know, a lot of momentum and, and all that. And, and uh, I'm proud of him for what he's done, and this gym was, was alive and, and hopefully all the all the interstate teams will keep playing each other. It's 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 kind of it's a miserable day, you know. I mean, they asked me in the media what if I like playing these games. There's only one time I like playing them, and that's when it's over and we won. And other than that, it's it's tough. But I think it's really good for the fans in the state of Utah. Uh, this was probably I know in the valley here a really kind of watched event tonight, and it was an event. It, it was. One of those things when, when T-shirts are printed up for one game, it's an event. And it was fun to play in it. I'm glad we won. But uh, hopefully, you know, that uh, all, all, the, all the teams will continue to, to play each other. I, I think that Mark's got a really good chance of taking this team here to the NCAA tournament. I hope he does because then all the, all the Division One schools in our state will have participated in the NCAA tournament. I, I just think it's a great thing. It's a great thing for high school players. For high school coaches, obviously for the fans in the state, and uh, this was an exciting feel in here. I don't know how you guys, you know, felt when you were calling the game, but it was yeah, it was pretty laid back. It was pretty good. I was pretty laid back the whole night. Good. I didn't, I didn't get very excited. <laughs> Greg, oh man, Greg constantly is hitting me in the arm. <laughs> He'll have a sore arm in the morning because I just kept banging on this arm all night long, shot after shot that was made. Uh, how, how do you like the 83 and 0 number, by the way? That 100% number I gave yeah, you. That's, You've uh, not lost a game when an opponent doesn't get to 60 on you. We've always been a pretty good offensive team, and and you know we we've talked a lot about you know what these guys are committed to after last season and the times that games got away from us and people just scored unbelievable amounts of points and we we won a lot of those games by just outscoring them. But this group's committed to it. I think we're getting better at it. You know we're. Uh, 
he's made a, a nice step here tonight, but it's this is a, a process, and hopefully we can go up there. This Utah State team is, uh, you talk about home court advantage and how confident they are at playing at home. Um, you know, this is a group that over the last 10 years maybe won as many games at home as any team in the country. So we'll be uh, we'll get ready for it and, and recover tomorrow and then prepare on Friday and hopefully have a, a great game plan and execution on Saturday. Percentages be darned. Here come the Cougars to Logan on uh, Saturday night. All right, Coach, congratulations, and we'll see you back across town here. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Coach Dave Rose. We're back to wrap it up here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, that closing things out here at the UCC Center, UCCU Center in Orem. Sold-out crowd, 8,500. Officially, they said 75-74 for the attendance, but the building of capacity, they say, is 85, and they said sold-out for tonight. So uh, between seven and 8,000 or thereabouts on hand to watch BYU defeat UVU by a score of 85-58. to Cougs led by a double-double from Yoli Childs. 11 point, uh, 24 rebounds. Beg your pardon. 24 points, 11 rebounds for Yo. And that's uh, four double-doubles on the year. And now nine for his career as Yoli's strong play continues. Uh, pacing BYU to the victory tonight. 37 minutes played for Yoli. Couldn't do it alone. Didn't do it alone. T.J. Haas, 11 points. A couple of big threes for T.J. An otherwise difficult shooting night. Four of 13, but made some big shots when they counted. T.J. also chipped in with four assists. How about four assists for Yo? Four assists for Elijah Bryant. Game high, six assists for McKay Cannon in his BYU debut. And uh, eight points, six assists, couple rebounds, block, and steal is McKay's line in 20 minutes this evening. BYU goes to 5-2 and two on the year. They go to 2-0 and oh in true away games this year. And they've won three times out of their building, uh, winning at Princeton, winning now at UVU, and beating UMass in Brooklyn. So uh, three wins out of Provo. Uh, good for the resume. As the Cougars go to 5-2, and two, UVU drops to 4-3 and three on the year. BYU's next game is Saturday night at Utah State. Second consecutive in-state game, 4-5. of five. BYU will play against in-state foes with still Weber State and Utah to follow, with Illinois State coming into Provo as the sandwich game in the middle, and that'll be a tough out for BYU as well. But for tonight, all good feelings and all good things. BYU winner, 85-58. Our thanks to all those who made our broadcast possible this evening. Back east, our control board operator is Carter Malloy. Our network manager is Mike Tingle. Our coordinating producer is Dave Shook. Our thanks to our flagships, BYU Radio and KSL News Radio. To Cougar Nation listeners, wherever you were or are tonight, thank you for tuning in to a fun one. We really enjoyed it. Courtside. My commentary colleague, Mark Durant, statistician, uh, Russell Larson. Our thanks to Jason Erickson, UVU's SID, and to Kyle Chilton, BYU's Basketball Media Relations Director, for their assistance to our pregame and postgame interview subjects. Appreciation. And that'll do it for tonight. Next up, it's BYU and Utah State, 6 o'clock radio pregame with Shep on Saturday, and then a 7 o'clock tip for the Cougars and the Aggies as the in-state run continues. Tonight, final score, BYU 85 and Utah Valley 58, Dave Rose now 83-0 and when holding opponents under 60 points. That's a good thing to do. Good thing to do will be tune in to us on Saturday night from Logan for the Cougars and the Aggies. I'm Greg Grubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.